Sons of Thunder is a podcast for young men by young men about living a life centered around faith, fellowship, and fitness. Hey guys, we're back with the Sons of Thunder. Mm. We got Eric. Yo. Town. Eric's in town. <laughs> He's back. You got I John. am back. Jacob's missing. We've traded Mishki for a first round pick. <laughs> Mr. Okay, by the way, I Jacob, you know, he, he's always using like football and baseball terms. And mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I'm going to punt on that one. <laughs> he, he's a fraud, man. And Mrs. Mishke, if you're listening, I'm sorry to break the news like this, but we went to a wild game last week. I look over and I see him on his phone. I'm like, what? I'm like, we are in fourth row seats, man. This is amazing. Oh Why is he yeah, on his those phone? Are seats. He's yeah. Googling stereotypical hockey phrases. <laughs> 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 and then he goes, does does Gong Show make sense? <laughs> Mishki, he's riding the pine. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was he lost trying to it. speak your language. Pracky. Well, yeah, I mean, he he's um, he's fluent in all of the sports languages you, now. You're a hockey. You, you're a, a hockey guy. Because eh? he played till I think sixth or seventh Pitter grade. Peter Patter on the ice. Yeah, and I'm like, well, these are all they all make Tilly. sense to me. Gino. Tilly Dilly on the Gino, ice. Gino. Yeah. Pracky. Like, so Mishki. Did you ever call practice Pracky? <laughs> Were you that guy? No. Be honest. Pracky. Pracky. Is that what you did? <laughs> like, I've heard hockey players be like, "Oh yeah, we got Pracky later." I'm like, Never. "Yeah, I'm gonna go to." I'm gonna go Practice. to. I don't know how they did things in the Pony Land of Stillwater. Hey, you know what? Yeah, I was a pony in high school. I went to Stillwater High School. We were the ponies. Minnetonka Skippers. So that's not great. Yeah. Better than the the Holy Family Fire. That's, that's cool. Who we were. No. Not at all. You couldn't have a <laughs> Wait, mascot. the Holy Family Fire? Fire. And oh, they, yeah. they're trying to choose between Wait, like dude. the Holy Spirit's the fire. Yeah. No, or dude, that's awesome. No, dude. What was your mascot? Just Nothing. A flame. Just a flame. The Holy Spirit. Did, did, the did a guy run, run on fire? The football games, they would light up this gigantic wreath. Dude, I remember that's that. awesome, yeah. man. I played Holy Family We'd run football. through, and they would play three times a game, Johnny Cash's Ring, Ring of Fire. fire. <laughs> That was good. That was just a classic. No, we hated it by day six. <laughs> the Ring of Fire. Love. It's a burning thing. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> it makes... Okay, Eric, lightning round. Yeah, we haven't, we haven't All right. had a good cast with Eric for about... Well, yep. Since like Christmas time, yeah. so two No, I, I don't think we even cast around Christmas. Because well, I was November. no, I was just like up in my cabin. I, I just remember went hermit. We were we did, here. Yeah, we did the oh, the mountain here? one. Yeah, no, or I was the here. the cliffs. You said that. Oh awesome yes, that was no, that, that was over in November, I think. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah three months. Well, I see what you're saying. Very Anyways, good. we gotta we gotta find out three what's okay. going on. Okay, and I'm back. Eric, lightning round. Are you wearing boxers or briefs? Um, no comment. Just kidding. Briefs. <laughs> How many seasons of Battlestar Galactica have you watched freshman year of high school? Um, five. How'd you know? What's your favorite color? Blue. Where was your favorite place to grab a drink, alcoholic or not, in Denver? Oh, favorite place to get a drink? Yeah. Oh, man. There's so many. There was a speakeasy in the high, on, on uh, Highlands. Those from, De- you know, do you guys know the Highlands? It's kind of where Zuni. It's right near yeah. Zuni, kind of. It's just you literally walk in. I can't remember the name of it, so that's how great my memory is. <laughs> but you walk in, and they, they're like, okay, yep, we just have two, and then you write your name down. And you, uh, you you wait for a little bit, and it's a library. It's literally literally yeah. like bookcases all around Ooh, you and know, all that w- stuff. That's and cool. And then they just grabbed a they just grab a handle and they open the door and it's just like this huge like rock cave. 
That is sweet. Dang. That's really cool. So, yeah, speakeasies. That's What's probably your a good thing you don't remember yeah. the name. Yeah, because you're not supposed secret. to. Yeah. Keep it secret. Keep it secret. Um, what's your favorite country to visit? Italy. Oh. Why? So I've been there. Hebda. <laughs> that's, wait, that's Hebda's too? Yeah, it was Hebda's. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. yeah, I'd say Italy. I mean, literally, it's paradise. It's got yeah. lakes, mountains. Favorite ice cream flavor? Cookies and cream 24-7 all day, every day. Oh, you have a lot of jokes. Favorite joke that's clean. What's blue and fuzzy? No. <laughs> You're so bad. Blue fuzz. <laughs> what is green and invisible? What's this lettuce. This <laughs> cabbage, right? It's a cabbage. And then why did the elephant fall out of the tree? I remember these It three. was dead. Why, <laughs> why did the, the second, second elephant, elephant fall out of the, the tree? tree? It was stapled to the first <laughs> elephant. Those are my jokes. Where did you tell that? That was just like incredibly... Yeah, I it was just remember the worst. Exactly. We were, it was an SPO event. Yeah, yeah. And we were doing yeah, trivia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I got up with in front of everyone. They just started telling jokes, and it was just, they just kept on coming. <laughs> yeah. And it was bad. I like, thought you scripted them because you had so many at your disposal. You, yeah, were you <laughs> I've been doing it since like ninth grade. <laughs> I've oh got camps and stuff just doing these things. So. Just making up the most random. I, I read something. That. I read something on. Sorry, is the lightning run over? No, we got one more question. Okay. Yes. What is one thing you would want to tell us that we haven't asked you yet? Oh, sounds like another interview. I just interviewed the other like like <laughs> last week, and they asked me like, oh, like what 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 questions would you have wanted us to ask you? And I was like, is that is that I a thought, trick question? <laughs> I was just like I thought we were all of them that you already said. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of anything. It was a great interview. You guys are amazing. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, so you don't like our interview? Probably. Yeah, exactly. Like, right. Oh, why? No, 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 no. Um, one question. Um, what's the closest world record that I've ever been close to breaking? I know it. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you guys, but there, uh, I was. I was. I know it. Too. I'll, I'll just say this. I was. Centimeters. I was point nine inches away from breaking a world record in Eric, my life. Eric, but pause. I won't say what it is. Pause. You, that has too many connotations. In your mind, sir. Easy. Tweet at us. <laughs> anyhow, okay. anyhow. It's in the cast. It's in the cast. I mean, come on. I mean, anyhow, um, I saw something on on the internet ye- yesterday. I was like, okay. reading on Facebook, but it, it's it was a story. Someone was like, "Oh, my hamster." Was wasn't wasn't moving. We thought it was dead. It was just sitting next to the side of the cage, and it wasn't eating or drinking or doing anything. <laughs> so we brought it to the vet, and the vet was like, "Oh, well, like, you know, uh, what happened?" And they said, "Oh, well, like, well, two days ago we found it. It got out of the cage, and we found it next to the fridge or underneath the fridge." <laughs> and they're like, "Okay," and I was like, "Well, yeah, we don't see anything wrong with it." Like, oh, and they they check inside the hamster's mouth next to the cheek, and they find a. <laughs> They find a refrigerator magnet. So he was stuck to the left of the cage because <laughs> he was magnetized. <laughs> he couldn't move. Wow. So what? I thought I'd share that randomly. What, again. what website? What was your That's source for Facebook? That? Facebook. How <laughs> deep into the internet do you have to get to find a story like that? Hipster stories, dude. It's uh, what I spend my free time doing. They're just like trying to envision this thing. Yeah, it's just <laughs> they like put it on the counter, just yeah. <laughs> Man, squeaky's really quick. <laughs> Mommy, he's drifting. <laughs> yeah. That is hilarious. So I thought that'd be a funny story to share on the cast. That's a good story. Give us each one lightning round. Because we yes. haven't we really like like around each of you. Let's go. No, yeah. Maybe just uh, just a few questions. Just oh, ask okay. us two questions. Each. All right. You ready, Sean? Yeah. How tall are you? Six seven. What wow. shoe size are you? 13. What's your favorite color? 
Red. Favorite movie? Red? That's crazy. I like... um, Oh, Adrift. I've never heard of that. What is that? I watched it on a plane, didn't finish it. Oh, no. It's really hard not to finish that movie. (laughs) (laughs) I've been really wanting to finish it. Is it like Life of Pi? It's like Life of Pi, but mind-blowing. Yeah, it's really cool. I really, I need to finish it. Um, yeah, the, what? You, then you don't know the movie right The plane right now. landed. I know, exactly. <laughs> I mean, no, like, they were just stranded. Okay, whatever. Um, oh. Okay, John Stark. What's Wait, no, what's oh. your favorite animal? And two adjectives, I, When why? I was a kid, I liked, my favorite animal was the toucan. <laughs> and two adjectives, why? Like the Guinness toucan? Because it's, I mean, because it has a rainbow beak. Yeah, that nice. I don't even think it does, does yep. it? Yeah, real life, every beak is rainbow. No. It has a Wait, rainbow what? beak, and it, it's... It was my favorite. Nice. It's cool. So that question is usually asked psychologically to say, you say you ask for someone's favorite yeah. animal, and then two adjectives describe You did this to me. Describe yourself. Your, your, what you want in your future spouse or whatever. Oh. So I is, yeah, no. The animal's cool. the future spouse. So I guess it is, is to Lexi, does she have a rainbow beak? Mm. No. Her heart. That's her heart. Right. She's very eclectic in her words. Oh, nice. All right, John, your turn. This is spotlights on me. Hmm. Um. Do you trim your eyebrows? No. Oh, that's a good question. They're big and bushy. I like a, the bush. Thank you. What's your favorite? I, be- I kind of want to trim them though. What's your favorite beer? Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. They're all great. The best beer I've ever had was at Zuni Street. And I'm not trying to be uh, a nepotism guy, but mm-hmm. it was a chai dark porter. It's called Midnight What? Because he didn't know it was going to be super dark. Nice. And it was the best beer I've ever had. Ask did, Josh were, Pine. were you doing yoga while you were doing drinking the chai beer? No, we <laughs> were just sitting around. Sitting. Nice. That's if you awesome. could be one Lord of the Rings character that... Mm-hmm. It, I'm yes. trying to think of a very complicated question. One Lord of the Rings qu- character that was in the movies, of course. Yes. In, in what the movies? Books, yes. Um... What scene would you have wanted to experience firsthand as that character in the Whoa. entire movie? I don't know. Like, I love Faramir. I really associate with him. I know mm-hmm. a lot of people do. Um, probably something to related to... Oh, actually, you know what? Let's go Aomer. And uh, even though I don't really see myself as him, and right after he and Gandalf get to the Hornburg, this is a sweet scene. To the king. To the king. Thanks, Eric. Wow, nice. Good lightning round. Yeah, it was a quick lightning round. That was a good one. Thanks, Okay, guys. let's keep it going. Ten minutes in. Thanks for sticking with us Banter through the clock. lightning. Banter clock. Banter clock is off. It's off. Eric's a little rusty. I am. No, we're I good. mean, this is weird. This but is you're weird. back at it, and we're... Cool. Just talking um, into a mic, and people are <laughs> somewhere well, we can, listening We can transition to, to it. So yeah. you're back in Minnesota, Eric. We're back in black in our little routines. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sean's busy. I'm busy. We're all busy. Tell us how you stay disciplined. Well, how well, I stay here, disciplined? Here, let me start. What does, when I say discipline, what does that mean to you? Like, what, what is discipline to you? To me. To you, Eric. Hmm. It's a big question. It's not, it feels like a big question, but it seems like a simple answer, you know? Yeah. Um, when I say that you yeah. need discipline in your life, what what comes to mind? Well, I mean, I, th- I think there's different types of discipline, right? Like my yeah. first, my first thought was discipline is the practice of something, um, in order to create a habit or whatever. Yeah. You know, what I mean, like you, 
but then again, to have a habit, you need discipline. So the actual hmm. discipline itself, you know what I mean, would be the recurring um, virtue of a habit. Virtue. Yeah, yeah, virtue essentially, I guess. Yeah, so, but it, but it's the act. It's like, yeah. the, I don't know, make it more complicated than it is. Right. Well, is it something that you already have or that you need to train mm. or earn? Yeah, I think I think we are disciplined, and then we also practice discipline. Yeah. I think those are the two big things: is that we we're disciplined from coaches, from parents, from teachers, from you know our bosses and everything. But then we also have to practice discipline in our own life and how we yeah. order our own life, and you know um, whether it be wanting to be healthier, you know, like or get up earlier, go to bed earlier, whatever. You need discipline to do that, and you need mm-hmm. practice, you know. So I think yeah. ultimately, we're all disciplined. Right, growing up in different ways, and then we then discipline others. So it's kind of this chain. It's like a supply chain of discipline. I don't know. Yeah, I think it just starts with our parents. You know, our parents kind of instill in us the discipline from the beginning. You know, like you can tell, like even in college, you know, you can tell the kids that um, we're given everything. You know, and that mm-hmm. weren't disciplined. Or you can tell the kids. I mean, it's very easy to tell the, those distinctions. You know, mm-hmm. because it does affect. The rest of your life, yeah. I mean, that's like the passive end. You know, you're yeah. given yeah. this. Yeah, the, the passive. Yeah, the active end is you initiating and taking your own life in your own hands, so to yeah. speak. Hmm. You know? It's kind of rece- re- you know receptive and active. Yeah, and, yeah. But here, acting isn't bad. Like you, you receive it, which is good. Mm-hmm. But then of you course. have to take that jump, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like I don't know. That's it's a hard question to see like what is discipline because I mean like it's just like faith or hope you know it's just mm-hmm. like those things that you are shown but you do have to take on for yourself you know mm-hmm. you have to make it your own hmm. Jocko Willink says discipline equals freedom yeah hmm. because it's basically like that's a Christian thing in and of itself but he uses it through the lens of um, like military Navy SEAL all that kind of stuff because when you are disciplined or broader sense, you're virtuous, you're more free. Yeah. When you say no to all these things, you're saying yes to the truest version of yourself, right? Yeah. Hmm. That's what discipline is. Like, I, I'm not going to have that ice cream. That's bad for me. It could still be me, mm-hmm. but it's fatter mm-hmm. me. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, I think I think self-knowledge is really important. We did a podcast on it before, but yeah. oh, that yeah. self-knowledge of knowing where you need discipline and then also how important it is to have others in your life to point out that discipline and to provide that discipline for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess to answer your initial question of like, what is, you know, what, what, what was it? it was how, how do you discipline yourself or what does discipline look like? I would say systems. I think systems are one of the most fundamental, yeah. you know, um, structures that we need to put into our life, just systems. So it's like, okay, if I want to, if, if I want to get up earlier or, Hey, I want to eat healthier. What systems am I putting in place to get that done? Yep. Or, you know, what I mean, um, mm-hmm. yeah, I, w- I, w- I want to read more, right? Cool. Yeah. So systems. So, like, I want to I want to get up earlier. Is that like having someone else help you there, or is that just like a personal, mm. um, like, I'm gonna get up early because like I did, I did do that, but it's, then it's just so easy because I mean I don't know how many times you have to mm-hmm. habitually do something to make a habit, but all it takes is just one. Thing, one one mm. time that you don't do it to break that habit. So, mm. I mean, like with systems, I think it's Im- it's important to ha- 
tell someone to keep you accountable. You know, mm-hmm. like if I'm gonna be waking up early, um, even like Jocko when he when he um, tweets his um, wristwatch when he tweets his wristwatch. I think that is the coolest form of discipline because he has all of these people watching him and he knows and he has all of these people holding him accountable mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. that is a great system that holds him accountable mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah so i guess d- discipline and accountability kind of yeah. go hand in hand you know what i mean yeah so we, we, you know if we, you can set out and try to be disciplined yourself or you know and try to discipline yourself and, and learn something new but you're also going to need help in that like you, you know, yeah. can't do it alone yeah totally yeah, even he who represents like the super stoic mindset is mm-hmm. kind of vicariously through us through social media having accountability whether or not like he gets up on his own. Let's yeah. be real. Oh yeah. Um, but like the discipline is incorporated with others, and he's creating this cool vision. And mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. And like even if I try to discipline myself, oh, make my bed. You know, Peterson talks about this. Yeah. Like you cannot follow through in your own words, like for twenty-four hour period. You know. Yeah, it's, I mean, I feel like I really desire discipline, but it's, um, it's hard, you know, because I feel like with my mindset, I'm just like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to work out, I'm going to get up early, I'm going to read, I'm going to pray, you know, like, Mm -hmm. like those times when I, like, I don't know what state to call that, but just like a very aggressive, like, kind of like on one you know, like where I'm yeah. trying to like, I'm like, oh, I'm so motivated. You're mm-hmm. grinding. Yeah, I'm grinding, you know, like I just have like a self-realization. I'm like, oh, if I can work out, I'll be healthier. Mm-hmm. I'll be smarter. So it's like, I don't know if you guys have experienced that, you know, just having that flow state and then just totally not doing mm-hmm. it. You know? <laughs> totally. I've been there. Oh, yeah. Like every January, you know, we always <laughs> make freaking resolutions. And, and then I feel like February... I'm already falling off, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. No, yeah, totally. Yeah. That's, so it's like what can that's what we do? This J-term. Yeah. What can we do mm-hmm. to have these moments where we're in the flow state where mm-hmm. we're making all of these disciplines where we're um mm-hmm. taking making these resolutions? Yeah. How can we stay true to them? Mm-hmm. Last night's Tommy Catholic, shout out to Ryan O'Hara. He's from SPO, St. Paul's Outreach. He came and talked about greatness. Oh, yeah. And it was oh, just like, yeah. a, I was, mm-hmm. I'm in a pretty desolate period. And that was totally what I needed because he talked all about this. He prefaced it by saying, like, he talked about the odds of you being alive. And it was like 10 to the 200 mm-hmm. billionth, yeah. you know, crazy. Yeah. yeah. Anywho, he talked specifically about something I've been praying with this, what you're describing, Sean, is like, I wanted, you know, you want to be in that zone, that flow where, you're the most you, but at the same time, he made this cool distinction between it's your story and God plays a part yep. versus it's God's story and you're playing a part. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, if I want to live as a hero, which I do, yeah. am I the hero of my own story or, or am I God's hero in this place, in this time? Mm. And that kind of blew my mind yesterday. Because it's like, J-Term for me was self-reliance and I'm I'm the hero of my own story and yeah. I'm carving out this time and I'm getting up early and, and it's mm-hmm. empty but I'm still grinding man yeah exactly. it's 2 a.m. that's why we started this podcast it's 2 a.m. yeah what are you eating yeah. I'm awake already yeah. I'm beating you like, what? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but when you're in God's total narrative I that's like why that. Brennan described it once he's like 
just out of the blue, Brennan Robinson, the guy who talked about body painting in that one <laughs> yeah, podcast. Mr. Body Paint. Constantly painting. referenced to that. I love Constantly. it. Constantly. Well, no one has ever screwed up, maybe today, but I'm kidding. But uh, <laughs> uh, this one time, <laughs> Brennan just drops it. We were at a coffee shop. He goes, boredom is the isolation of experience. Hmm. It's where you experience yourself outside of God's narrative, mm-hmm. and you're totally alone. That's why you're bored. But if you're with God, you're never wow. bored. And then he gets all goofy and just walks away. You're like, yeah. wait, what? And like, he's like... <laughs> I love that because I can totally see that because when I'm motivated and I'm staying disciplined, I'm just like in this groove, you know, and all it takes is just one little outside force to just push me off the rail and mm-hmm. then I just crash. We're so mm-hmm. weak. I'm s- we're so weak. And that's me relying on myself to stay disciplined. Mm. That's really interesting. Yeah. Ultimately, self-reliance is the enemy of holiness. Right? Yeah. And that. Yeah, thinking that we, I can do exactly. it, you know, thinking yeah. that I can work out and yeah. do all that stuff. Well, yeah. and so just to kind of open up a little bit, me and, me and my own life right now, I just went on the CCR men's retreat last weekend. And even just, you know, in the prayer meeting and just worshiping and just praying throughout the weekend, it was very clear the Lord was preparing my heart for some season of growth, some season of change, yeah. some healing to be done in my life and um, different wounds and things like that. And um the first word that was really shared during the prayer meeting was was John 11. It shared about uh, Lazarus. You know, Mary comes to, or Martha, Mary, which one? I don't know. One of them <laughs> comes to Jesus and says, uh, my, my brother is dead, right? And and, yeah. and she's like, and, she, and he goes, no, like she, he, he will rise. And she's like, no, yeah, I know, on the last day, yeah, thanks, yeah, Jesus, yeah. right? Yeah. And he's like, no, like, it can happen right now if you believe. Like, do you believe in me? And Again, another word was shared about the woman with the hemorrhage just comes up and just touches Jesus and says, you know, and, and, and he, he turns and says, who, who touched me, right? Yeah. And, and she's like, I believe, I want to be healed, right? Uh-huh. And ultimately, throughout the whole weekend, the Lord is speaking this to me. He's asking me, like, do you believe? Like, I'm ready to heal you. I'm ready to transform you. But do you believe in me? Um, and I'm forgetting, wh- what did you say that made me think of that? Discipline. discipline, self-reliance, discipline, self-reliance. exactly, self-reliance is the fact that, you know, we think, okay, hey, I want to be more pure, hey, I want to, yeah. you know what I mean, stop hanging out with these people or whatever like that, and, and you just go after yourself, you believe in your own, your own power, right, and you set systems in place, like, yeah. I can do this, it's me doing it, and you don't, you, you know, many times I always forget to just surrender it to the Lord, and yeah. just allow Him to fight the battle for me, uh-huh. Um it's so freeing. It is. Yeah. Liberating. And just to say, Lord, I believe and I, and I trust in you and I, and, and I want to yeah. give you this, this struggle right now for you to heal. Like, I believe, like, I want to just touch you, you know, I just want to be yeah. with you. Mm-hmm. So I guess I just want to like take this a little deeper. So discipline is kind of just like our way of saying, hey, I need to change something, you know, yeah. I need to do something different. Mm-hmm. And when we're self-reliant, we just end up crashing and going back. To square one, mm-hmm. you know, or or going in a direction that we want to go, and the Lord's like, that. "What are you yeah. doing?" You know what I mean? And you're like, "Well, shoot, I I shouldn't have wasted my time on doing that." Yeah, we're so, not, yeah. So, like, is the first step of desiring discipline is is it just trust and giving it all to Christ? Is that the first step? Probably humility. Is I was going to say humility, that. yeah. Because mm-hmm. like you nice. can still do all like the same structural systems, get up early, go work out, mm-hmm. but it's if you fail before when it was just you you're nothing yeah mm. you're broken and yep. you're trapped within your own skull and that's yeah. not life abundant but when yeah. you're with god boom like who, who cares yeah i'm mm-hmm. still gonna keep working yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um 
to bring up two scripture passages that have been really speaking to me, Hebrews 12 and then Proverbs 3, they both talk about discipline. Yeah. It's, you know, it's unique and it's funny that we're talking about it tonight. But um, a couple of weeks ago, I, you know, I had, um, had quit my job and I was, move, you know, planning on moving back to Minnesota and everything. And I literally opened up my Bible and Proverbs 3 was a, was a, was a chapter that really spoke to me last uh-huh. spring when I had chosen to take the job. And it was really funny that it just, just like popped up on that same yeah. day. But it, just, it talks all about discipline and the, and, and the idea of that when we have trust in God and we know who he is, um, and that we're his sons. And ultimately, so I would say humility is the first step, but then it comes to identity because it's identity. like, who am I and, and where am I going and whatnot? And then in that identity, it's, you know, the, like the last verse and the first, you know, um, first shall be last. What? The last shall be no, no, yeah, the first. Ooh, is that the thunder? <laughs> um, but it says, it says the father disciplines us or God disciplines us in the same way a father would discipline his son. Okay. Right. And then he makes our paths straight. So essentially in Proverbs 3, he says, the Lord makes our path straight. And then in Hebrews 12, it says, stay on the path that the Lord has made for you. And we can have trust in that path he's made for us, if that makes sense. Yeah. So that discipline about what he's teaching us, it, there's, there's a path to it. There's a reason for it. And we, and we just need to trust in that, mm. you know? Yeah. Because the discipline of a, of a father is loving, caring, and they know what's good for you. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's one of the most important parts is trusting in God because he knows what is good for you and you mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. Right. So I think that really relates to humility, knowing yourself and believing that God knows what is best for you mm-hmm. and trusting in that. Yeah. Trusting in just yeah. two examples. John Henry Newman, whose second miracle was just approved, I think today or no yesterday. Way. So oh, yeah. he will be canonized a saint what? within the next, That's I don't know legit. if Let's they have cycles go. for it, but so he's going to be a saint. He's next boy, season. Newman. Yeah. Next season, he's coming up. So <laughs> first draft pick. Pray to, I don't, in this space in between, he's probably, yeah, first round <laughs> Pick me for prayers. He's like wearing a hat. Jesus. With the jersey. <laughs> God, hike. Hike. Gong show. <laughs> Anyways, oh, he, he had this beautiful prayer. It was at doc, Dr. Don Briel's funeral. Mm. I, I think it was the last prayer that, Newman wrote, mm. you're more aware of this, Eric, but it's the one where he just says, like, one step at a time is an, all I ask mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. versus the whole path. And then kind of going in the reverse, kind of the shadow version of how fatherhood can be taken the wrong way. Mm-hmm. I'm just, again, I'm reading Hamilton, Alexander Hamilton's biography. And his first son, Philip, was, he died in a duel that Hamilton sort of approved of. Mm-hmm. He let it happen. He could have disciplined him because he knew his son was wrong mm-hmm. in his actions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he could have stepped up and been strict and what a true father, or at least a loving father, should have done instead of mm-hmm. being passive. And I think we've all experienced how even like those sins of omission, uh, a passive father in our life yeah. is like, that's actually worse. Mm-hmm. Yep. So... Just, yeah, just being disciplined. Jordan Peterson, uh, I read, I watched um, a video, and he says just it's the the goal of every parent to, to discipline their children correctly. Yes. Because they, they set up their kid for, like, mm-hmm. for the future. And it was something that just blew my mind because, like, the parents decide if their kid is going to be socially accepted. Competent. It, competent, you know, because if they discipline their kid correctly – their, their kid is going to be loved by other parents, thus they're going to be parented by other parents. But if they're constant, if the kid is constantly annoying, 
everyone is going to start lying to the kid. Everyone, all the f- smiles mm-hmm. are going to be fake. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And I just, that blew my mind because, yeah. like, it's just crazy. And you can train, not train your kid like a dog, but, like, you can teach your kid, yeah. your children to, and they can be taught by all of the other parents that they How encounter. to be functional in society. Yeah. How to be actually a, mm. a supportive figure instead of just being buttressed up yep. because people are like, oh, you're you're not worth it. Uh-huh. Yeah, you I remember brat. that. Like, I remember certain, not to brag, but like, I remember certain dads liking me and parenting me and giving me advice yeah. and taking me on their wing. Like, I remember mm-hmm. that one of these dads is like, yeah, I gave this, um, I gave this advice to Luke and I'm going to, I'm going to give it to you. This is my great advice. And it yeah. was just awesome. The I remember treasure. watching yeah. that video and learning mm-hmm. that, just like the discipline. Isn't that awesome? Like mm-hmm. you remember back, I think we all have experienced just like a father figure yeah. who's not your dad, especially yeah. like that aside, but like a, an older man bestowing something on you, yeah. that rite of passage is whoever it is. It's like that. That's a gift. And it, it's yeah. a gift, especially from that person. You know, we've all mentored people in some ways. Even if you're five years old, you mentor someone. Yeah. Which is bestowing something courageous about mm. our identity as mm-hmm. men mm-hmm. Uh-huh. or women. And they're yeah. receiving that. Like, that is one of the coolest. It things. is. Mm-hmm. It's so manly. Yeah. I feel like. I'll <laughs> teach you how to make a little bow and arrow. No, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. Um, actually, on the retreat, Craig Pine, uh, Josh Pine's dad, he came up to me during the prayer meeting and was just like, hey. I want to give you a father's blessing. And he no just way. put his hands on me and he just, he just like pray over me. And it was just with me in that That's moment. It was so just cool. beautiful. I was like, yes, yes. like, example you know what I mean? Like our, 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 you know, our earthly fathers teach us so much. Like our actual yeah. fathers can, you know, give us so much in the mm-hmm. way that they, the best way that they can, you know? Yeah. Um, but then the Lord divinely appoints certain people to come into your life to actually really teach you and mentor you. Yeah. And then of course the heavenly father, you know, he's going to discipline you for specific reasons and put you and make your path straight. Right. Yeah. Um, I wanted to bring it back to discipline, though, and talk about, talk about suffering, because yeah. discipline's not easy. You know what I mean? Like, no. you, like if you really want to you know, set a resolution for yourself, it's going to be difficult. So how do, we, how do we live in that discipline? Well, I've been thinking about question. the passage Job 38.4, mm-hmm. where Job screams at God for a good while, and he doesn't sin. That's the key about the figure of Job. Yeah. He, he's disp- I don't know if he despairs, because that would be sin, too, but... He is upset, understandably, by being, and he's cursed, Hmm. but he never sins, and he's always questioning God. God's answer is basically, gird your loins like a man. I'm going to tell you how it really is. Yeah. Where were you when I laid the foundation? Basically, Mm -hmm. just mocks me. Oh, yeah, you were there, weren't you? Hmm. When you, when me, who was it who made everything? Yeah. Yeah. Sit down, Job. (laughs) Sit down. Yeah. Back to discipline. Yeah, it's sort of like a... Check yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like gird yourself. Feel, you know, that means literally the whatever Aramaic is like touch, like get your, your loins ready for war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Prepare yourself. Yeah. And um, like that I means you, you're a man. Like that's a, like that's, I feel like, your loins. I feel like the, in that moment, like Job was being made more of a man than ever because like that's, that's such a strong, like, way to discipline you know Mm -hmm. he's just like you listen to me you know where were you where were you when you did all this and i think that's just so strong i can like think of moments 
you know, like, I can br- I brought you into this world and I can mm-hmm. take you out of the world. You <laughs> yeah. know, just like the classic. But those are like just memorable <laughs> moments that your dad... I can take you out of this world. <laughs> <laughs> like just when you're screwing me. around and your dad just like smacks you on the side of the head. And the, hand, like, the hand comes back from the front seat and it's just <laughs> yeah. a flailing arm. You're like, oh, oh no, oh no. <laughs> you just know. Yeah, exactly. And that's like the knowledge and then you, you, you shut up. Yeah. Exactly. It's an adult thing to be spoken to like that as well yeah mm-hmm. it's very mature and job just accepts it he voluntarily yeah. accepts and it's it. loving because like why why yeah. would you wouldn't say that to any person on the street you know mm-hmm. that is the most loving thing i think because it it, it did put job in his place it's yeah. discipline and it prepared yeah. him so again in, in hebrews i think chapter four but in hebrews it talks about being strong in the battle in so Again, in Hebrews, uh, Hebrews, I think four, it says being strong in the battle, and 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 how we learn when we're in the battle. So it's it's not it's not, you know, analyzing the discipline of like, okay, how do I need to be disciplined, and then oh, I'm disciplined from just knowing, you know, what I mean, because we can receive yeah. the, as the mo- the best feedback we can get, right? But unless we actually step into that feedback, we're not doing anything with it, right? So again, what the Lord's doing in my life right now is He's just He's He's pointing out all of these things. He's like, I want you to get into the fight. Like, stop making all these these excuses. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. stop depending on other brothers or other communities Waiting. or experiences. Just make the decision yourself and yeah. get in the battle because because your brothers are fighting, right? You know, you guys are fighting, and I'm I'm off on the sidelines, right? So essentially, what it is is that we don't. We, we, we learn from experience. We learn yeah. in the battle. So in that suffering, in that discipline, even when we stumble, right? Because the Lord appointed that stumbling block for us to stumble over and for us yes. to find him through that, right? So get into the battle. I'm just going to wrap up here. Get, get into the battle. Um, gird your loins. Gird, gird the loins. Yeah. Um, and, and just be humble to receive discipline and then act on it. Um, yeah. So first what, yeah. first, what is the first step? The humility. Humility. And then second is identity. Mm-hmm. Third is trust. Trust. And fourth is just get in there. Get your get your hands dirty. Gird the loins and, and start, start, start fighting. Show. Seriously. Stick on the ice. <laughs> yes, get the gong show. Bringing it back. Yeah. Big wow, that was that you just brought it all the way back. Big around. circle. Well M- Mishgi is gonna be like, oh, you go to Bracky. Go you you the, think about hot toss you go, my lettuce. You go toss the, gr- you the get, loins. You can get cross-checked, but you got to get right back up. And you like, do. you got to gird your loins. And, and you're, you're on ice. That's the thing. You're on ice. Yeah. You're slip. You, you got to gird your... Um, what Breezers. Breezers. The Breezers. What's the gurney? Oh, the gurney the is gurney. What, what they bring out. Yeah. Gird your gurney. Dead people. Oh. <laughs> but seriously, I mean, like, but even in getting back up, what we learned from that experience can mm-hmm. help us in the battle even more, right? Just, yeah. so just get back on the horse. Totally. totally. Absolutely. Get back on the horse, baby. Um, well, thanks for joining us, guys. Watch your hamsters this weekend. Make sure they don't <laughs> eat any magnets. Yeah. <laughs> and um, if you haven't checked out our last podcast with Hebda, um, make sure to check it out. That was a fun one. That was a great one. Well, Eric, good to have you back on yeah. the cast. And here we are. Let's continue on. Let's do it. All right. All right. We are beginning kicked out of this room. So oh, no. oh. People are giving us eyes. We're chemistry. It. It's like a zoo. Oh, They're doing chemistry. They're doing chemistry? Oh, oh gosh. All right. This they don't is know our right. chemistry. Yeah, they don't, they don't know this chemical out. reaction Ooh. happening, do they? The boron. Oh. <laughs> You're boroning me, so I'm going to okay. go. Okay. Terrible way to I'm no ending one. this right All now. right. Ciao. See ya. Sons of Thunder is a podcast for young men by young men about living a life centered around faith, fellowship, and fitness.